Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, spring's around the corner here, right? Next month? It doesn't seem like it. March, uh... March seems very far away. Thursday-ish? Yeah, it does. With the, with the weather this month has been very, very bad. But it is, Chris. Spring is right around the corner, hopefully. And you know what that means, too. March is another big month for an awareness, right? Basketball awareness? March Madness. Close. But even even bigger than that, Chris. I know you, I know you don't... It doesn't get much bigger than that for you, but it is MS Awareness Month. Multiple sclerosis awareness month. And we have a very important person in our department who does a lot of fundraising around MS, and I, I'm excited to have her on today. She she is a, a wonderful FOA employee, Chris, but I'll let her I'll let her tell everybody who she is. Deb Young is on. Deb, we appreciate you coming on Field Days very, very much. Thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, so why don't you tell everybody kind of what you do for the department, where you're at right now? Okay, well, I'm a probation officer with the 16th Circuit Court over in Macomb County, and uh, I have almost like 21 years. Well, let, let's get this started, and Deb, you know, I know this is very, very close to your heart, you know, raising money for MS. Can you talk about why it's important to you? Well, a couple of reasons. Uh, First of all, my mom was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I was 10 years old when she was diagnosed. And so obviously I've seen the toll that multiple sclerosis can take. And so after, you know, with that experience, I decided that, you know, if there is anything I could do that no one else would have to go through, this awful disease, then I would go out and do that. So what, what did you decide to do? Well, you, you, you actually took action, right? And you actually started raising money. And how, how are you raising money now for MS uh, research? Right. Well, originally I started biking, started cycling uh, back in 2008. And a friend of mine said, you know, you should uh, get involved in one of the, the fundraising rides and mention the multiple sclerosis ride. Uh, at that time it was called the MS-150 out in Lansing. And I said, you know what, that would be great. You know, I, I understand it. I have a connection with it. And so I'd be able to pair my love of cycling with the Multiple Sclerosis Society. So, Deb, did you, did you decide to did you research it online? How did you, did you just show up to one of these events by yourself? How, how, did, it, how did it really get, uh, get rolling for you in, in, in doing this? Every year you know what? Well, my, you know what? I just signed up. I was. I just decided to sign up. I got a bike, and I said I'm going to do this ride this summer. And uh, as as one of my teammates said, uh, that first year I was an army of one. I went by myself, didn't know anybody, and did the two day ride. And at that time, I rode 150 miles in two days, 75 miles each day. And while I was on the ride, I happened to meet two people that were on the team circle of friends. And so they said, hey, why don't you come ride with us since you're by yourself? And here I am 12 years later. <laughs> wow, that's, a, that's amazing. So you started off by yourself, and now you have this team of riders with you. Is that how, is that how it works? Yes. There's okay. about 30 of us or so, and we have a captain. And some of us, we kind of ride in small groups. We train together. We start training in May. Uh, on weekends out at Kensington Metro Park and the area that surrounds Kensington. Ride on weekends, starting out at two hours, and then all the way up to the weekend before we're, before the ride, we're riding about seven hours or so just to get ready, get some miles in for the actual ride. In these actual rides, so let's talk about these rides. Mm-hmm. Are, they in, are they in the same place every year? Is, wh- where do these things take place and how, how do they work? 
The Mid-Michigan Rides, it's a Saturday and Sunday, starts and ends each day at Michigan State University. And the Bavarian Breakaway Ride is in September, and it starts and ends at a park up in Frankenmuth. There are several different routes. You can ride 30 miles, 50 miles, 75 miles, or 100 miles each day. And you can even mix it up if, if you want to do different mileages. And so there's something for the beginner rider as well as something for someone who bikes all the time. And so, Deb, what's your goal in terms of, like, fundraising? And obviously you have to do a lot of training, but I assume you're also trying to get pledges and things like that, you know, leading up to it. So what, do you, what, what kind of numbers were you trying to hit when you first started and, and where, you, where you at now? Obviously, when you first start fundraising your first year, you know, you don't set a very high goal because you've never done it. Now I'm looking at, if I were to pick a number, I would love to raise $10,000. Wow. Do you, do you know how much you've raised uh, over the your career in, in, in doing this? Our team has raised about $520,000. Wow. And that's over mm-hmm. about 10 years or so? It's over about 18 years. Wow. Last year we raised just a little over $70,000 as a team, and we were the number one team overall, which means we were the number one team not only for what we call the friends and family teams, but we also beat out all of the corporate teams as well. So our name was put on a trophy alongside of General Motors and Ford and Dow. That's, that's, that's very impressive. impressive yeah. So it sounds it like it's, sounds like it's more it impressive is. than we, like the director's cup. Yeah, it's, it's much yeah, more impressive. Exactly. Yeah, hey, I'm very proud <laughs> exactly. that the, the cup is the cup is in FOA's hands. But yeah, that's super impressive. That's a lot of money raised, you know, for a very very good cause. But you know, I, I'd like to talk. Have you talk about Orange Out the Park? What, what is what is that event? Orange Out the Park is a event uh, started by one of my teammates, Bill Ogden, in conjunction with the Michigan Multiple Sclerosis Society and the Detroit Tigers, where they choose one day one of the, the home games, and you are able to purchase a ticket in certain sections of Comerica Park for the baseball game, and a portion of your ticket goes right to the Multiple Sclerosis Society, and you also are able to get a t-shirt for the game that's an orange t-shirt that says orange out the park it has a different design every year there's usually a design contest and one of my teammates started that to raise money for the multiple sclerosis society if our staff want to learn more about all these events like the, the biking events the orange out the park where do they go to learn more about this when, when these events are when they take place that kind of stuff well you can go right to the michigan multiple sclerosis society page you can even type in bike ms or Michigan Bike MS, it will bring up the rides. Orange Out the Park has its own Facebook page in which they post, you know, all of the specifics of the event for each year. I don't believe they have set a date yet. It's usually in September. So, Deb, you know, this is a this is a really, really cool. I mean, first of all, the miles that you have biked is absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. I, I, don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure Chris can handle a quarter of that uh, amount of miles but um, <laughs> this is true this is true yes but talk about I, I'm, you've been doing this for a lot of years you know this is near and dear to your heart and you know it involved you know family members your mother and in addition to really like what this means to you but what, what memorable moments do you have out of these events and, and doing this for so long you know there's a lot of there's a lot of memorable events the people I ride with we've all become good friends so we have a lot of fun when we're out biking you know, if you were to ask me for one one memorable experience, it's probably when I've had family members come down to the finish line. And 
that is always uh, you know a wonderful thing to see as they're very supportive of, of what I do. At one point, my mom used to come down to the finish line. And so when they're able to come down, it just makes my weekend writing that much more special and much more important to me. Well, that, that's really great. So, so over the over the years that you've been doing this, have you been able to convince any of your uh, coworkers to to join you, or, or at the least, you know, get them to uh, to chip in some money for your to pledge before the race? You know what? It's funny. I have not had anyone join me yet. <laughs> so usually, when I tell them how far it is, uh, <laughs> people people kind of laugh. <laughs> so. And, you know, I'm not one to go out, which is funny that I'm, I'm doing this podcast because I'm usually not one to go out and advertise what I do. It is a passion, and it is something that is very near and dear to my heart. But, you know, to just stop me in the hallway, it's, it's not something I usually do a lot of talking about. We're doing that for you now, and in this, uh, when we send out the podcast for everybody to see across the department, we'll put a link uh, to your your fundraising page as well as the main page for MS for in right. Michigan here, and we'll make sure everybody has that. So if people hear this and, and maybe they have a personal connection, as a lot of people do uh, to MS, uh, it's something they could right. they could choose to donate. And that's what's nice about our team is that most of the people on my team, well, the captain of my team has multiple sclerosis, and she rides every year, and. Most of the people on my team have either a family member, friend, coworker, someone they know that has multiple sclerosis. And once you st- I've started talking to people, I realize how many people know someone. Well, Deb, you know, like like Chris said, you know, we are happy, more than happy, to advertise this for you. It's a wonderful cause. We we have some really amazing people that work in this department, uh, and you know, I, I know we're very happy to promote that stuff. You know, to promote the wonderful things that you're doing, in addition to you know, the job that you do for the department. So we're happy to advertise that for you. And, you know, we would encourage just like, you know, we have uh, a lot of law enforcement torch run and Special Olympics information on this podcast. Um, this is another great fundraiser that staff can get involved in and really goes to a, a wonderful cause of, of research for this, for this you know, terrible disease. So, Deb, you know, thank you, number one, for everything that you do every day for the department. But even more, thank you for what you're doing outside the department and raising money for, for, this, for this disease and for this cause. And it really matters. So thank you very much for coming on today and, and talking about that. Well, thank you so much for helping me bring awareness to this wonderful cause. And I hope that people who've always wanted to donate will go ahead and do that. And what I tell people is, you know, it's not the amount of money you donate. It doesn't have to be large amounts of money, but it is a wonderful, wonderful cause to be involved in. Great. Thanks again. We appreciate it, Deb. Well, Chris, you know, these are always good podcasts where, you know, we have some really awesome staff on to talk about some of the really cool things that they're doing as far as, you know, fundraising for really important things. You know, and one of those things, in addition to MS uh, research that Deb just talked about was we talk about it all the time on here, Chris, and it's, it's tis the season, right, for polar plunges and, and Special Olympics and this and we escaped weekend. another one. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but I will say, my wife did jump, so she does it for our family. It's, it's a family there jump. So I, yeah, she does it on behalf of our family, so mm-hmm. thank you. This past weekend, there were quite a few polar plunges, and again, we have a ton. I mean, if you saw some of the pictures, a ton of staff who are doing this. And I think there was, there was three polar plunges maybe last weekend. I think Belleville Yacht Club had one, Turk Lake had one, and there was one here at Lansing um, at the Lugnut Stadium. Uh, I saw lots of... I would say great pictures, but they looked like they were cold. It was it was Very not a warm cold. weekend. Yeah. Now, the weekend before that was like 50 degrees, and then this past weekend was snowy and in the 20s around this area. So shout out to all those people who stood out there in not a lot of probably clothes, 
you know, as far as their costumes go, and jumped in some cold, cold water. So do we, do we have any idea? I, I know uh, WHV team, they were all over social media. I know they jumped in, I think, Belleville, right? Yeah, they had a competition uh, internally. So it's not just FOA people. There's a lot of CFA folks. No, that, it's uh, all MDOC, uh, man. Yeah, I, I, MDOC I, loves, uh, love, yeah, loves I, this no, event, totally loves agree. raising money. And at the Valley, they had a goal uh, to raise $5,000 for Special Olympics. And if they did raise that amount, the joy uh, or the, the reward for, for doing that was to get to throw pies in the faces of the administrators there. Oh, so uh, I've seen I, so I've seen some reward. photos of uh, Warden Brewer and Deputy Osterhout, Deputy Smith. It could really hurt that. that well, sure. it, it, it looks good, like good, it looks good for a, them. Looks very tasty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you find it tasty. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I do have to give a shout out though to Deputy Smith because all the other warden and, and all the other depths and ADWs and uh, AA Reeves, they all put like Gallagher like plastic sheets yeah, over I saw them. That, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, Deb Smith did not. Straight suit. Just straight, straight, <laughs> straight up. Suit. In the shirt and tie and get stuff all over. So, you know, props to him for being brave, not not having the plastic over him. So that was very cool. Dry cleaning bills, man. Dry cleaning bills. It's good. I mean, there's I know there's many more that'll still that'll still happen across the state, but I know last weekend was a very, very big weekend. Deputy Director Marlon was actually at the new Ionia Parole Probation Office last week. They moved into a new office, which is really, really nice, by the way. But I know pictures look very yeah, nice. But I know a lot of the staff there. Nicer in my office. Well, yes. Well, you got, you got a corner suite here, Chris. Yes. <laughs> but a lot of the staff there were jumping this this weekend. Their stories are awesome. You know, they're over there in that in that region of Ford B. They they do a lot of fundraising, and so I know they were they were very excited to jump this past weekend and raise a lot of money. So good stuff. Lots of fundraising going going around the department right now. In addition to what we just talked about today, which was more fundraising for another good cause. So kudos to everybody out there. Who is stepping up and making a difference, making a making a footprint in this world? Yeah, and while you were uh, you're talking about uh, Ionia uh, on that side of the state, there's been a lot of power outages and a lot of issues over there in Grand Rapids. They've had the weather has been terrible. Yeah, the weather has been just awful. And so, for the first time in quite a while, the director authorized work crews from uh, the Muskegon area as well as Ionia to uh, to go out and to uh, help remove some of the debris and some of the the downed trees and and things like that to, to try to get that community back up and running. And so. When Governor Whitmer issued her declaration because of all the, the severe power outages, we were mobilized and activated and asked to, to assist, and we were able to provide those teams, and it went very, very well. So thanks to all of the officers and the staff that provided the security for that. It went off very well. They're going to be out there a couple more days this week, as we expect to see. There was just a lot of damage to pick up, but then obviously the weather is supposed to go not so great in terms of the next day or so. So yeah, it's going to be another, another it's going to keep going. So week. prisoners there do a great job, and they, they love the the opportunity to give back you know these are very highly screened individuals gate pass prisoners and they just do a great job and they like to be able to, to give back to their community so works out great for everybody yeah. and speaking of the the weather two weeks ago when we had the really bad snow and, and ice and terrible weather cold temperatures yeah really cold temperatures and we were state employees were, were most of us were deemed a non-essential, but there's probably good, I don't have a firm number, but I'm guessing it's probably about 8,000 or so of our 13,000 yeah. employees were essential. And so probably more so than any other department, maybe even combined in state government, were out there in force. Uh, our officers, healthcare staff, food service, there's just so many people e- EMC, in this department. People yeah. at the electronic monitoring center. Yeah, electronic monitoring center, it never goes down. Mm-hmm. So there's a, just a lot of people that were involved that were doing really great and tough work. And for the record, Chris, you'll never be deemed essential, just so just so <laughs> I, I hope you don't yeah I, i've i'm 
feel comfortable. I understand. Okay. I understand that. But that's good. I was working too, but I was not uh, standing outside in a yard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so our officers do an amazing job. But absolutely. The other the other big piece of that that probably that definitely goes unheralded is the maintenance staff uh, at all of our prisons who were just who were out there in the bitter cold trying to keep make sure that everything was up and running the way it was supposed to making sure that heat was maintained at all of our facilities and then on top of that as we all know when consumers energy had that fire at one of their complexes and it there was a concern that there wasn't going to be enough energy uh, to go around the state. And so all of the major companies and and big energy users were asked to help with that and turn down their thermostats. And we were part of that as well. So all of our facilities took part in that, even here in central office, uh, brought down the temperature to, to try to alleviate that. And Patty Poppy, the CEO of Consumers, actually called Director Washington and thanked her personally for all the hard work that our staff did around the state to make sure that we took took part in that as well. So thank you to to everybody, all the maintenance staff, everybody around the state that pulled that off. Ed Vlad and his crew just just did a great job. And so thanks to all of them, and just it was great to see everybody come together for for a really good cause. Yeah, you know, we have some awesome staff, you know, who who are out there just doing some amazing things every single day and you know we talk about you know how they make the public safe but you know they th- this is outside of somebody's realm of you know there's a it's 40 degrees below zero and consumers energy has a problem and we, and we have to try to you know help solve that problem so just another example of of how you know our staff step up when they need to step up and do some really amazing things so thank you to everybody out there for what you do here every single day in another rough week of weather so be safe out there and Hopefully we can get past the rough stretch of weather. Yep, and then just lastly, obviously today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday when it comes out, is Stay of the State address tonight. So make sure that you uh, tune in and listen to that. We don't expect the department to, to have any, any big mention in particular, but it's always important to, to listen to these speeches and to know what's going on in state government and to hear from the governor. So encourage you all to do that. And then when we come back next week, we'll provide a, a brief recap of that yeah, and, and how it went sure. and uh, what all what all we can do uh, in advance of that and also be on the lookout soon ish ish for the department strategic plan that's uh, heading to the printers i think this week and so our goal is to get that out hopefully in the next couple of weeks after that once it's uh, once it's all done so lots of good stuff coming everybody's way well i know i will be tuned into the state of the states and hopefully everybody tunes in next week to a new episode of field days podcast As always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time... Thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.